When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. He's no fun in the sun. (laughs) (laughs) This week on the podcast, Goosebumps Wednesdays, The Abominable Snowman of Pasadena by R.L. Stein. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Team Creeps, the podcast that discusses YA Pulp Fiction. I'm one of your hosts, Lindsay Katai. I'm another one of your hosts, Kelly Nugent. And as we just stumbled through, this is our very first Goosebumps Wednesday. It will be the last Wednesday of every month we cover a Goosebumps book because you guys are fucking rabid beasts who keep requesting it. Yeah. So we're giving you what you want. You, you won this you war of attrition. This. You wanted this. So you're going to fucking get it. And we are reading... <sighs> The Abominable Snowman of Pasadena. Which he <laughs> isn't really. Frosty. He, oh, God, this. All right. I'm already holding it, so I'll just do read it. Back the book. Do it. Forget Frosty. Jordan Blake and his sister Nicole are sick of the hot weather in Pasadena. Just once they'd like to have a real winter, a real winter with real snow. And then it happens. The Blakes are off to Alaska. Seems that Mr. Blake has been asked to photograph a mysterious snow creature there. Poor Jordan and Nicole. They just wanted to see snow. But now they're being chased by a monstrous creature. A big, furry-faced creature known as the Abominable Snowman. (sighs) Oh, goosebumps. Yeah. You motherfucker. So basically, (laughs) these kids, it's it's this brother and sister... They're they're in the same grade because the sister skipped a grade and she's a, she's like a little smart ass and he's a little jokester and they're there were like three chapters too much that end with just kidding Jordan played a prank I hated that I hated that kid like oh great more fucking cliffhangers more fucking bullshit cliffhangers I will say this for this book they were not all bullshit. No, they weren't, because things did happen. Things did happen. I will say, too, that, like, I thought that there was going to be more of a, like, the boy who cried wolf situation, because he's constantly making pranks, pranks, but it doesn't really happen because Nicole backs him up. Yeah, and pretty quickly. And at least it's not just the same thing over and over again. It isn't. So they go to to Alaska. They're, like, fucking, like, guide. Just takes off He's like, in the what? night with all of their food. All their food and leaves them a dog. And Lars. Yeah, Lars the dog, Nicole's favorite. And and then they get lost after they try to chase him down, get stuck in like this weird cave. The abominable snowman wakes up, saves them in exchange for some trail mix. Yeah. And then takes them back to safety and then goes back in his little ice cube. Yeah. So he's a good guy. He is a good guy. But then they like tell their dad about him, and the dad the dad is the villain, is like, right? Okay, here's where I was like, what, what the fuck? You can't. He like they put they put the abominable snowman 
in his big ice cube in a trunk and take him back to Pasadena? Riddle me this. How does a dad and two, like, like a fifth grader and a fourth grader move an abominable snowman into a, into a fucking trunk? And also, this is a bad dad. He's a bad dad. He keeps leaving them. He takes them to Alaska. He does not care about them. He's constant. He does not pay attention. He to only them. cares about his photography. All he cares about is his terrible photography and the fact that he falls for these pranks. When he falls for the teddy bear prank, that I loved as a prank. I will say. <laughs> so his dad is like, he's developing some photos. Also putting the kids in danger by bringing them in there. By the way, really in a dark room. Mm-hmm. You can. They have like heavy carcinogens and stuff inside. Oh, yeah. didn't know that. Um. That must have been what was wrong with Zach in Forbidden Game. <laughs> <laughs> He's just like that's why he wanted to fuck his chemical. cousin. <laughs> um, call back to our Forbidden Game. Yeah. Ooh, episode. Forbidden Zach, Ooh, give me Forbidden cousin. Um, so he's he's talking about all these photos he got of this family of brown bears, and they finally developed the photos, and they're just a series of photos of teddy bears, <laughs> and instead of going. This is hilarious. The dad goes, I swear I took photos of bears. I swear it. What mm-hmm. am I going crazy? And it's like, are you? Because yeah. you're acting crazy. Yeah, like, of course are they're you? not. Of course they weren't teddy bears. Also, like, how could he not tell that they're, like, taken in a backyard? With I don't know. So he, this whole time, that this is dad, a funny prank, though. this dad is just, like, neglecting his kids. He's, like, barely paying attention to them. The only reason they can go with him on his trip is because he can't get the babysitter to come. Yeah, he can't find another babysitter. Also, can we talk about what the babysitter feeds these kids? Oh, I, oh yeah. Liver. Fish head soup. Fish head soup. And soy milk for some reason. Why the soy milk? I think soy milk sounded weird at the time. I guess. Like, I grew up drinking it, so I don't know. In 95, it was like, ugh, hippies. That is true. Crunchy hippies yeah. with their soy milk. It just doesn't track with the fish head soup and the liver. No, not at all. Um... um where, where is that part? Oh, Miss- and fucking Jordan is like obsessed with how much he hates his sister because she's smart. Oh, yeah. every single night she served us liver, Brussels sprouts, and fish head soup with a tall glass of soy milk. Ugh. I will say I don't love drinking just straight soy milk or almond milk. Me neither. I mean, I'll say I'm, I'll say that. You know what? I'm gonna come out I'll and say. I'll concede. Uh, I I prefer water. Me too. I'm more of a water girl. I'm more of a water girl. <laughs> California love. Bum, so they live in Pasadena and they're like, we just want to see the snow. We've never seen it. We want to see the snow. Finally. Down, down, down. Oh, and these terrible twins. That's the part that I actually thought that part was like cute where it was very good at getting in the head of a kid when he's like, Ugh, those twins think they're so cool just because they're 13 and they have a swimming pool. Yeah. Like, that was very... Because like, they're a year older and have a swimming pool yeah. that does really set a teen apart. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It does because then you're a teen. Yeah. That's you're a teen huge. And you have a fucking pool. Swimming pool. Pool? Pool. Are you kidding me? That's the coolest. It is the coolest. Um, I wonder if that still means as much to kids. It has to, right? Yeah. Swimming it's is cool. timeless. Yeah, it's fun. Swimming is timeless. timeless. <laughs> Swimming? Timeless. timeless. <laughs> there are... There are a number of timeless things in this world. Diamonds and swimming. <laughs> Diamonds, forbidden love, and swimming. Swimming pools. <laughs> in Pasadena. White diamonds. <laughs> Elizabeth Taylor. White diamonds. <laughs> Purple eyes. White diamonds. 
<laughs> that should be their motto. Well, you know, that's her perfume. That's her perfume. Oh, okay. I do know that. Okay. But I feel checking. like that should be like purple eyes, white diamonds. Elizabeth Taylor. Elizabeth Taylor. So these kids are like, they go on this plane with their dad to Ichnek. Yeah. Ichnek. And something like that. Yeah. They're the dad. I, I, I hated the dad. I hated that. He's weird. Ichnek. Yeah. Ichnek. He doesn't pay attention to the kids at all. He's constantly ignoring them. Like obsessed with his camera. Obsessed with his camera. Also, like, he just reminded me of, like, that trope of, like, the, like, visiting city guy that, like, doesn't take heed of the, like, local lore. Mm-hmm. And is like, well, I don't believe it. But then, like, becomes obsessed with, ta- like, it's like a very Indiana Jones-ish thing. To, like, yeah. So he, the dad, like, doesn't if believe were it. this a an older Teen Creeps book, they'd be in the uh, jungle. He'd be dead. Oh. <laughs> he'd be dead. <laughs> he'd be, he'd dead. be doing a bunch of stupid shit. Well, and he, he should be dead. He should be dead. He, he he should be dead. I fuck you. I hope you die. I hope you fucking die. He okay. He doesn't believe anything that the guide tells them. He the guide's like something is creepy. These dog the the sled dogs are not happy. We have to go because they go out to this like little cabin, and the dad is gonna try and get some pictures of the abominable snowman, and the dad's like, oh, no, what? Nothing. Nothing's wrong. Nothing. Nothing bad's happening, and the guide. Is like, all right, peace. And yeah. just takes, Arthur. Arthur takes all the food, leaves. They're stuck with just Lars, the dog. Then the dad, okay, so the dad already knows. He's like, we better go inside. Oh, no, no, sorry. Before this happens, so Arthur and the dad are outside and the kids are in the house. And the dad's like, all right, um, well, let's prepare supper. And the dad makes the kids go outside and get wood, even though... Arthur has just said it's like dangerous. The dogs are going crazy. And the dad is like, maybe we should go inside. But kids like go outside by yourselves. And they're in fifth grade. And it is 10 below zero. Also, they they walked 10 miles. I totally forgot about that. <sighs> dad sucks. This dad, this dad sucks. This dad, I mean, this book is dumb. I mean, it's goosebumps. Nobody's yeah. like, what? That was my favorite book. Also, this isn't. The best goosebumps, right? Like it's this isn't scary. It's not scary it's at not, all. It wasn't even. Sp- it's not spooky or scary or creepy at all. It's just this like, oh, this this cuddly creature yeah. saves them. the The only thing I felt was like kind of bad for the abominable snowman. Yeah, they fucking stole him from his home and his magic snow. And so they bring him and, like, just lock him up in the dad's dark room. What was the dad going to do with him? He wanted to sell him to the Natural History Museum. Fuck you. Which is, like, I think Fuck that there you. should have been, like, a bigger moral quandary here. Like, there should have oh, been, like... It's goosebumps. The dad should have had some kind of comeuppance. Like, he should have died. I might have... I would be right on board with you for an older book, but, like... We can't say there should have been a moral quandary in a fucking I Goosebumps think book. the kid should have been like, the abominable snowman doesn't seem that bad. It seems like he just wants to go That's home. That's true. They didn't say that. Why didn't they say that? And they he were didn't like, Dad, he saved us. Yeah. All he wanted was our trail mix and he saved us. Yeah. Never said that. They were just like, Dad, it's real. It's scary and it's real. And I was like, fuck the both of you. He I know. saved your fucking lives. And like, so... <sighs> He isn't even the abominable snowman of Pasadena for very long. That pissed me off too. 
So I he thought like he was going to be there. He does on the face. So they pull like magic snow from the the abominable snowman's little ice block. Yeah. Start throwing it places. Turns out it's magic snow and it like ices everything around it and stays cold. The sun can't melt it. And so they're in deep shit. Their friend Lauren pelts Nicole with one of these magic snowballs and she how did freezes. She, how did she, when she this touched it? This is a it, question I have as well. Okay. No, no, no. So no, yeah. continue. I, I don't. I don't know how. How do they she, pick up the snowball yeah, to throw it if it doesn't it up, freeze them? And then throws it, but she's not frozen. And then also when the snow's on the ground, they're like playing in it. How come they're not they frozen? They don't keep getting frozen. But then it's an inconsistent. It's stupid. It's well, magic snow and it freezes when it wants to. But then they go and then the snowman wakes up. He yeah. melts Nicole for them. You're welcome. Cleans he up melts, all the mess they yeah, made. Yeah, he cleans up all the other magic snow. But then he's like, holy shit, it's hot here. Yeah. Where am I? And he runs off and they're like, bye forever. And then he's gone. And they're, they're and he's just gone. The only thing they're worried about is dad's going to kill oh, us. Oh, boy. D-A-D. Like, uh, hi, there's a fucking friendly snowman. I hope he finds his Hendersons. I hope this yeah. fairy Harry meets up with the <laughs> Hendersons that he needs because fuck these kids and fuck their dad. This <laughs> poor thing is out in an... In a world he doesn't understand or know. And I think they have like one line where they're, where they're like, well, maybe he'll find his way to the mountains. Like, yeah, I hope he finds the mountain. And it's like, I hope I'm you sorry. find a freaking rock that meets with your face. Yeah. Like you guys opened this can of worms. You got to deal with it. Like you brought this monster here. You need to help him find his way home because you took him from where he was completely happy and like ruin his he fucking saved life. Saved your asses twice, you stupid little shits. You, you just ungrateful shits. The only part where I was like mildly worried was when the kids are trying to get home and they can't find their own tracks because mm-hmm. it's snowing so hard, so they can't see the snow and they're just holding on to each other and they're very cold. Yeah, but that's when this abominable yeah. snowman shows up yeah. and saves them. So they fall. They like fall into his cavern and. Then find him. He's encased in ice. He breaks out of it, eats their trail mix, deposits them back to their cabin. You're and they're fucking like, welcome. And then you tell your shitty dad and you steal me from my home. And you take me to Pasadena. Lock me in a fucking dark room. And then you let me out so that I can clean up your fucking mess. Yeah. He cleans up their entire mess. And, and then, then the- you never even try to like get me back. And then the dad, remember the dad was like, Oh, well, now I'll never be able to sell him to the Museum of National yeah, Natural you History. you guys fucking suck. And then he's like, and then the kids are like, well, you still got some really great pictures. And he's like, that's true. The uh, the news station did ask me about them. Maybe I could, like, make it into a movie. It's like, that'll be good at least. And then you can't see him in the photos. And I was like, good. Go yeah. fuck yourselves. You're Thank not making God. money off of this benevolent creature. I know. This he's beautiful creature this that beautiful you don't understand. Creature of God. This, you, he, is, he is a creature of the Lord. <laughs> he is innocent. He is an innocent. And you brought him to this hell and you left him there for dead. How do those cloven moves feel on your oh my hands? God. Oh my God. Look at your hands. Look for at your they hands. are covered in the blood of an innocent. The Lamb of God is slain, and his name is the abominable snowman of Pasadena. Rotten hell, you stupid fucking family. This family sucks. This is why. 
<laughs> We're probably going to be like this with like every fucking Goosebumps book because they're stupid. The mom did right by fucking leaving. She was like, <laughs> goodbye. She's yeah. like, you guys are terrible. Mom was like, I'm moving to Pennsylvania. Like, uh, listen, I'll, I'll call you when I'm settled. Yeah. Here's a here's a picture of my house. <laughs> Love you. It'll be super fun once I'm uh, ready to deal with you little fucks again. Yeah. You little cunts. Stupid <laughs> little lowercase q cunts. <laughs> uh, yeah, these kids were terrible. Their friends sucked. Lauren. Mm-hmm. She like... Uh, she's fine. I was fine with her. Well, I was mad that she threw the... She didn't know what she was doing. I mean, she she wasn't listening to anybody she or like listening. even like respecting the laws of nature. No. <laughs> because she should have noticed like, uh, pretty weird that everything the snow touches stays frozen. I'm going to throw it at my friend. Yeah. She's like, cool. And keeps throwing it. Like, yeah. <sighs> like whatever. But at least she didn't ruin a innocent creature's life. The I think honestly, the dad is the villain. For sure. He's horrible. He's so mean. He, like, ruined—doesn't care about his kids at all. Like, they will be talking, and he just will be like, uh-huh, and, like, not paying attention to them. Yeah. He may as well be, like, if this were a newer book, he'd be just, like, looking at his phone. He'd just be mm-hmm. scrolling through his phone at dinner. hmm Like, not paying attention <laughs> to these kids. So— So that's the book. That's the that's book. That's the book. He—the abominable the snowman is, like— he's not bad. He just wants to go back to his home. And where is he now? Unknown. Where is he now? Look what thou hath wrought. Face the mirror. You're staring at the man in the mirror. Make a change. (laughs) You gotta make a change. Make that change. Change. (laughs) (laughs) Ugh. I, yeah, I mean. Yep, so that's goosebumps for you. Yeah, I mean, you blink and it's done. It was yeah. very quick. But also very irritating. I was, I was like, mildly angry through most of it and then, like, furious at certain points. I was furious by the end. Well, for one thing, I'm flipping through and I'm like, uh, do they ever get him to Pasadena? I was like, when is he in Pasadena? What's going to happen? And the cover makes it like he's ripping a, like, a street lamp off of its base and knocking over a mailbox. And it really seems like they're about to chase this guy through all of Pasadena to get him under control. No. no none of that happens. No. He, like, he cleans up some snow, freaks out, and takes off. Also, In like the last 10 pages. Uh, leg day. Try it. What? His legs are so small. Aww. And his arms are so big. Aww, he's so big. How is he supporting his weight? But yeah, this, this cover and the title, frankly, lead me to believe that there is... The, most of the story will be them trying to chase down or run away from either one. There's mm-hmm. some movement mm-hmm. involving an abominable snowman in Pasadena. We have been lied to again. You know what? And maybe for the last time. Nope. No. No. We're, We're going to be lied this. to so many more times, So many more fucking Kelly. times. So many more times. The description and the cover of a book are going to lie to us. They're going to lie right to our faces. And they're going to be like, and you will eat it up. You will eat it up because you need content. You need yeah. content for your podcast. They're like, yum, yum, yum. Eat up that content. Hungry, eat it up. Little, what are you going to make? Mm. Little rabbit turds content. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> uh, you need me. Yeah. You need me. You need you me. me. And now you need me. You know what? Hmm? Maybe that short story about that hideous troll being the... 
thing that Muse is uh, pretty real. Pretty mm, real. Yeah. <laughs> That's a callback to our Remember Me Too episode. You can check Take that listen. one out. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, that's the book. That's the book. That's Goosebumps, our first Goosebumps Wednesday. Um, these are going to be smaller episodes because it's Goosebumps. Yeah. Um, let us know what you think of it. Let us know what you think of our first Goosebumps Wednesday. Yeah. Um, I imagine there will be, it will be a divisive <laughs> occurrence. Me too. Where it's like people who love Goosebumps are like, why do you hate Goosebumps so much? And people who like to hear us bitch are like, yeah, read some more Goosebumps. Yeah. Um, so we'll see. Yeah, we'll, we'll see, see what you guys think. Feel free to shoot us an email. Yeah. We'll maybe uh, read it on the podcast. Yeah. Just for fun. Cool. Cool. Well, okay. Well, I think the moral of this story is if you come across any kind of mythical creature... Leave it in its environment. Let it be. Any kind let of creature, really. Like, be. Let it fucking what, be. Like, this is Fern Gully. Do you want to yes. be the villain in Fern Gully? You don't. You don't. Nor do you want to be this fucking dad in this book. No. Or the kids. Or the kids. The whole family sucks except for the mom. The mom's mom. smart. Oh, mom, mom got out. Call Bless us. Bless her. Do Bless it. your soul. Call us. Live. Ooh, your, let us know how you got live out. Live your better life. Yeah. She's like eat, pray, loving all over Pennsylvania. <laughs> <laughs> she is sleeping with just attractive international men. Oh, oh, who knows why they're there? Some kind of convention. Mm. Yeah. I... Don't need to know. Haven't read the book. I think that's what happens. I I watched Under the Tuscan Sun. That's kind of oh, similar. Similar. Right? similar. Yeah. Are you Damn an attractive thing. international a... man? <laughs> well, have we got the midlife crisis white woman for you? <laughs> she's feeling wild and she can't stop drinking rosé. <laughs> she's gotten loose and she's in Greece. <laughs> Help her find her. Magical... That's a trope. That's a huge trope to be like magical, mm-hmm. um, like uh, uh, uh. What's the word I'm looking for? Exotic, mm-hmm. young exotic man helping mm-hmm. middle aged woman get her groove, her groove back, her groove. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, he has to have dark hair and speak a romantic language, mm-hmm. and he has to open you up sexually. Yes, and probably. Not going to be faithful. He but won't. But he's going to open your eyes. He'll open your eyes and he'll do something kind of like a little bit romantic that is almost relationshipy. Like he'll mm-hmm. make you a dinner or something. Mm-hmm. But don't don't read into it. Or conversely, you're going to be so closed off and distrustful because of your previous, because of your marriage that oh, ended. Yeah. And he's going to be there for you 100%. He's going to want to stay with you forever. And you're going to be like, you're too young. I can't. I can't. Yeah, I can't like, do it. Why won't you live, Charlene? Yeah. Let yourself live. She's like, I can't. I've been hurt too much. You're too much younger than me. And he's like, okay, I'll... He's like, Charlene. He's like, Charlene, marinate on it. I'm going to go outside and um, pick some olives, but I'll be back with some fresh olives, which we'll then have to put through a seven-step process to make them edible, but... But damn, by the end of that seven-step oh. process, much like our love, you are an olive to me. I will, I will put you through that step, seven-step process. I will stew you. I will press you. I will. I don't know what the oh, steps are. Damn. I will, uh, I will dip you in a sauce. I will pickle you. I will pickle you. I will Probably. stir you. I will dry you. I will um, um, put you in I'll, the sun, but not I'll for that long. Remove your pit. 
out of you baby oh i'm gonna leave a hole i'm gonna leave a hole i'm gonna, leave a hole. I'm gonna just sploop it right out i'm gonna pit you so hard there's gonna be a hole <laughs> that is how i'm gonna pit your hole squeaking me out so much <laughs> this is how i feel when uh, you say like uh, mommy or daddy or make baby noises i there's like prickles on the back of my neck like i feel <laughs> like there's a ghost in this room <laughs> <gasps> so well, anyway, good on you, Charlene. Glad you left, Gary. I'm glad you left, Gary, and those terrible children. Mm-hmm. I hope children that you just, are real duds. Like, I hope they weren't even yours. I hope they were from a previous yes, marriage. Yes, I hope so. So that way, you you know what? You You're can free. just go forward, You're be free. free. Don't uh, like just be with Paolo. Let 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 that him be love what it is. You. Yeah, open yourself up to the possibility that this is not the end of your life. It's the beginning. It's a new page. It's a new page. You're the writer. <laughs> grab, grab that pen, baby. Grab that pen. Grab Paolo's pen. Grab Paolo's Write yourself calli- a new calligraphy story. pen. Just add some flourishes. Write a little ditty. <laughs> Become a songwriter. <laughs> Become a songstress. Sell your work. Um, Earn some money. Are you going to do commercial jingles? Maybe. Who knows? Yeah. Don't Let, don't feel like it's selling out to just make things and get paid for it. Because you know what? If it funds more trips to Italy to see Paolo, then it then it funds more trips. It. The wind's blowing, let them open a door. Mm-hmm. Great. All right. Well, I think that pretty much wraps up our talk for of listening goosebumps. to our first, <laughs> <laughs> first Christmas episode. We just talk about a character that's off page. She and we write her off page in one line. We write her an under the Tuscan sun story. Ugh, bless her. Bless her. Mm. 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 Thanks for joining us. Next time we will be reading. (laughs) What are we reading? We have to check our own book schedule. You're making things up, Big and Arnold. Cheerleaders, the first evil. We're doing all three. Yeah. Right? Then the second. Then the final. Then Secret, Secret Admirer. Admirer. Yay. And then another goosebumps. So yeah. Uh, if you want to follow along with the podcast, go ahead and get all of the uh, Cheerleader series by R.L. Stein. We're doing a big Stein jag. Yeah. yeah I was noticing that. Stein, Stein on Stein. We got to ease up. Yeah, we gotta ease up. We're we gonna will. Be doing, like, we will. Once a month, we're doing a Stein Goosebumps. Well, we, it's okay. It's cool. We're gonna do some Caroline B. Cooney. We're gonna do some uh, Diane Ho. I'm sure Diane Ho. We're gonna do we're some gonna, William Slater. We're gonna get back to Christopher Pike's Last Vampire series because hello, hello, because hello, immortality. Who am calling. I turning into? Because hello, episode. Ugh. <laughs> that was our character showcase. <laughs> Goosebumps has made us a little punchy. Yeah, definitely. All right, we're calling it. Okay. Next up is Cheerleader Series. Thanks for listening. Keep it creepy. Hey, everybody. Lindsay Kate's out here from the show you're listening to. And <laughs> no. <laughs> in case you entered a fugue state and have yeah. returned and you're like, what, who, what? Are, who are these voices <laughs> buzzing in my ears? Um, Kelly here. Uh, we have a Patreon in case you uh, like what we're doing and think that uh, we deserve a couple bucks. Yeah. So if you go to patreon.com slash teen creeps, and just in case you don't know how that is spelled or aren't familiar with Patreon in general, 
It is a platform where you can help support the artists and podcasters and whatnot that you love. Um, so it's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Teen Creeps, where you can become a monthly donor on a few different tiers. Yeah. If you uh, want to just shoot a dollar a month our way, that's our first tier, and um, you get our sincere thanks. Mm-hmm. If you uh, choose our $5 a month tier, then you get access to four little mini-sodes a month where Kelly and I just <laughs> Kelly and I just talk for, what have we been doing, like 15 minutes, half an hour? Yeah, 15 minutes. Sometimes 15 it goes just, longer. Yeah. Off, <laughs> like this one, I think. Maybe. Yeah, I think we may have talked longer. But um, so, yeah, that's uh, four extra episodes a month, one a week. That's that tier. Yeah, and if you uh, want to be in our $10 a month tier, that will allow you access to our very special listener-chosen episodes, which occur once a month. Um, and they are of any genre. And we just did our very first one. Yeah. And it was Carrie by Stephen King, and that was amazing. Yeah, one of our listeners chose that book. Um, Super fun to talk about. Yeah. That's not all. If you're yeah, in the $10 as a part of that tier, <laughs> as a part of that tier, act now. Um, <laughs> you can be, uh, you can enter the raffle to choose the very same listener chosen book. Yeah. So for the $10 tier, in addition to all the the four minis, oh, yeah, you get everything else. Too. You get everything else. You get a sticker. You get you a four minis. So not only do you get access to that additional full length episode where we cover a different book, but you might be the one chosen to pick the book. Like we just put everybody's name in a raffle, choose at random, contact that person. They tell us what book they want to do. Yeah. Super fun. Or you can just uh, sign up and donate whatever amount you feel comfortable with. Doesn't have to be $5 yeah. or $10. If you want to do two, three, four dollars, you can do that. The world's your oyster. Patreon's your five oyster. and ten. Or if you want to donate $500, you're freaking crazy. But we but love thanks. you. <laughs> So obviously no one's going to do that one, but we appreciate you listening and donating whatever you can. Yep. Again, that's patreon.com slash Teen Creeps. Thanks for listening to Teen Creeps. Our artwork is by James Mulholland. Our theme music is by Mike Carlson. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Teen Creeps Pod. You can direct all inquiries to teencreepspod at gmail.com. And please rate and review us wherever you get your podcasts. If you're reading along with the podcast, you can now find our book schedule at teencreepspod.com. Thanks for listening and keep it creepy.